All right, Devils fans, our long-awaited nightmare is over. It's finally opening night, week, day. I don't know when I'm going to put this out. Um, so naturally, I had to get a good friend of the show who loves the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Johnny Lazarus wasn't around, though. He's pretty booked up this time of year. Um, so we settled on also good friend of the, I shouldn't say settled on. but we, <laughs> What an intro. <laughs> uh I made the executive decision myself to welcome back Brat Pack for I don't know third fourth one I don't know yeah, yeah. I have I have no idea um we'll just go with recurring guest yeah good friend of the show <laughs> um I didn't have to go through a booking agent this time I went straight to the source and got you pretty easily I didn't really have to twist your arm too bad yeah no I found out my agent was taking like ninety nine percent he was only cutting me one percent in so I figure this is just a better way of doing things you know. Yeah, I mean, that adds up. Um, he doesn't really need an introduction because, as I said, been on the show many times before. If you're a Devils fan, you know who he is. If you're not, you probably know who he is because he probably made you upset with something you said about their favorite team. Um, and yeah, I guess the best way to put it is we're back. That's, we're back, baby. That's, that's that's really it, man. There's It's it been a long summer, kind of a boring one, but we're back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so I want to just get right into it. The most pressing topic, I feel like, for Devils fans, really just the aura around the Prudential Center. And I know it's a small sample size, but what's the chicken tender situation like? <laughs> Love that. The hard-hitting questions come first. Um, you know, I didn't put two and two together that um, I would need to get them. It was day one preseason. Uh, the most of the concession stands were closed. Um, like the when you're walking through the concourse on like the inside of the concourse, there's like the more like you know restauranty like um, like kitchen based ones, and then on the right side on the outside of the concourse, there's like the stands, and only the stands were really open. There wasn't really the like the like kitchen ones open. So it was more just, uh, at least in my area, like pretzels and like hot dogs and stuff. There really wasn't uh, anything that needed to be cooked in a kitchen. Um, so I didn't see any chicken tenders for sale. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't see a single chicken tender around my area. Um, so I have not been able to join this conversation yet. However, I will say the reviews are in so far and they are mixed. Uh, yes. I have seen some saying the new chicken tenders are a vast improvement. And I've seen some saying they are absolutely mid and do not contribute to the lore of the Prudential Center chicken tenders. However, I feel like the reviews being mixed in it of itself it contributes to the lore a little bit. Uh, I mean, you know, this is a has been a hot topic for years, the chicken tenders of the Prudential Center. Yeah, it's and like, I, I stupidly never had them until last year. And then it got recommended to me because I somehow on Instagram have, well, I mean, I know exactly why, but I've garnered this um, chicken tender reputation. Nice. So I feel like people respect my opinion on top of like other ridiculous food takes that I have, which I don't want to deter off this because this is what's important. But are you yay or nay on cream cheese? Just in general as a yeah. concept? Yeah. Like oh, it's a... awesome. Yes. On bagels, it is literally top tier. Oh, God, dude. Like, I posted about that the other day. Literally, in two hours of my day was spent responding to people telling me how dumb I am because I think it's just a garbage product. It's disgusting. 
do you have the palate of a six-year-old? I literally just got done saying people go to me for chicken tender advice. That, yeah, so I, it's no, very I, possible. I, I was gonna say I, I know I know the question I just asked. <laughs> um, yeah, I just hate it, and I also said that like only plain bagels are good, but like that's that's neither here nor there. I think you just have the palate of a six-year-old. I'm, it's it's very possible, but um, I mean, hold on. Here's a question, and it may even be a trick question. What's the best pizza topping? I don't I don't like pizza toppings. Yeah, it was a trick question. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say plain. You are a six year old. What? It's either plain or buffalo chicken. But I'm a poor, so like no, you know, you... can't always get that. I mean, no, you're just a child. That's what you are. I, t- I like what I like. <laughs> I'm very uh yeah stuck in my ways, and even like chicken fingers, bringing it back to that. I only like ketchup. My man, there are just so yeah, many I'm flavors out there. Yeah. yeah, there are just there are flavors out there that you are just denying yourself. I just don't. I don't like a lot of that fancy rah-rah stuff. I'm a very vanilla guy. I mean, you, there's there's something to be said for the classics. I get it. You know, play the hits. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't know, man. There, you're just. I feel like there's just so much out there. Like, would you even like go into a sushi restaurant? No, I like sushi. Okay, this is this is this is bad. This is a real bad story that I shouldn't bring up. But um, I was in. Johnny Goudreau and Damon Severson's new home state of Ohio this past summer. And if you had Ohio sushi, but you don't like cream cheese, dude, what is going on here? No, 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 no. It, it's somehow worse. Um, my friends, <laughs> <It's> worse. <laughs> my friends go and I go into this. Um, I, it was like hibachi and sushi. It was like a, I don't obviously. Yeah, no, that's all right. That's not I, uncommon. I don't get out much, so I don't know the, the criteria. Um, and all my friends get this like really wacky sounding stuff. Like I think one of them was called like a spider roll, and there was there was just a, a bunch of a bunch of weird stuff out there. And I I I played it off as I don't like trying new things, but again, I'm a poor and I don't like paying okay. for things that I might not like. Okay. So I sat there and I looked this woman right in the eyes and said, Can I get this chicken finger platter, please? Oh and, no. And she goes what'd you say and i said no can i just i just want this three chicken finger thing um that was i don't want to say it was the lowest moment of my life but it was definitely one of the worst public embarrassments i ever went through she didn't like place the plate down on the table she kind of just like tossed it at me because she she, couldn't be seen with it yeah because you know people in the back were probably laughing they were like "I, i didn't even know we had those yeah, dude, those have literally been in the freezer gathering dust for like three years since the last time they had a child order it. I used the chopsticks, though. <laughs> That's even worse. They didn't have ketchup, though, so oh I had to just use whatever weird sauce they gave me, and I couldn't identify the taste of it. So, Man, I I don't even think we're going to get to the devils today. This is like... Yeah, no, there, we, there's, there's so much to unpack to here. There's just yeah. so much to unpack here, man. Um, So next time I see you, uh, we're going to eat a meal that's not chicken tenders, mac and cheese, hot dog. Like we're gonna actually eat food. Is that cool? Peanut butter and jelly. I don't <laughs> think I can rock that with you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, like we just like smash uncrustables at the rock. I'm I'm afraid that if I even touch an uncrustable, I'll get like put on a list. <laughs> um, you eat like a child. Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay, if we really want to get deep into it and just put off the devils for a little bit, 
I'm 24 years old and I don't use metal forks or spoons. I only use plastic ones. I'm terrified of metal utensils that aren't knives. All right, let's talk about the devils. All right, fair. Um, God, I can't wait for somebody to just get that so out of context. Like someone bringing that up to me this year. Without yeah, a doubt. I, I don't. I'm not going to ask any further questions. You can't, I'm getting you can't poked with me. a metal fork at some point. Dude, I don't think you could have waterboarded that information out of me that I don't use metal forks. That You know, thinking about like no one asked. You didn't ask. You didn't want to know. I didn't really want to say it that badly. <laughs> you offered it up. Yeah. That's just sick fuck. Like there, there, we, we may have like we may have to cut the last like four minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Nah, it's, it's um, yeah. OK, so bringing it back to chicken fingers, I've heard good and bad. Apparently, there's a twenty dollar option now and a fifteen dollar yeah, option. I've heard they have the, the fancy hand breaded tenders. So I what I didn't know and I wasn't sure about is like I know the new food provider vendor, whatever you want to call it. They're like a thing, but like the chicken coop is still there in that first level up the escalators. So like, is that their own thing? That's what I was wondering. Yeah. So. To my understanding, um, which is very limited, let me say that. It, it is very base level understanding. But to my understanding, the Prudential Center does like um, the actual like structures, like the brick and mortar like places are the Prudential Center. The vendor really just provides the food. So the chicken coop is not a name brand like restaurant that's just a prudential center like what they call their chicken place so that can stay i mean they don't have to move that it'll just sell different chicken products in it so like it used to have you know the chicken tenders chicken sandwich from the other vendor now it'll just have the chicken tenders and chicken sandwich from this new vendor so i don't know that all of the places are going to necessarily change i think it's going to be more so the food in them is just changing all right that makes sense yeah, but I don't know shit. So I mean, that could be completely wrong. Yeah, but like that's infinitely more than uh, that I knew and would have been able to relay. Considering as we now know, I'm probably not touching seventy five percent of this stuff. Yeah, so, the chicken coop is going to be the only place you visit, isn't it? Um, uh, I I like the yeah. No, I go no. I don't actually know if I've ever been to like that one because that line's always ridiculous. Yeah, I. I... To be honest, you usually don't eat inside the Prudential Center. I usually uh, try to eat before I go in and just drink beers in the Prudential Center. <laughs> I do really like that. I think it's like the Budweiser bar that's across the, the way from that. That's probably like my favorite place to get a to get a brew. Yeah. And, um, on theme nights or some theme nights, at least they turn that into like a themed club of whatever the theme night is. So I've been over to the Budweiser bar on Polish heritage night and they had a Polish DJ and they were bumping like Polish music and they had like um, Polish like stickers and temporary tattoos and stuff. And like, it was all just like Polish people going absolutely nuts to the music. And it was a couple of years ago when they played the Washington capitals um, and they lost like five, two, but it was like three, nothing after the first period. So like the Polish people like didn't even go into the game for the second and third periods. They just partied out at that Budweiser bar for the rest of the game. And it was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Speaking of Prudential Center and music and whatnot, um, why does metal music and the devils go like so good together? You know, 
there is something to be said about New Jersey culture and, you know, how it really is just going hand in hand with the Devils right now, where New Jersey is has a large and thriving metal and hardcore scene. And I just feel like probably in the Northeast in general, but New Jersey's being part of that, you know, the people here are a little rougher around the edges than maybe down South or out West. So I think that, you know, statistically I just make made up this stat, but I think statistically we probably have more people that are into music like that. Um, especially hockey fans. I mean, hockey fans and alternative music have always gone hand in hand just because one hockey has always been like the rough, tough sport and alternative music is the rough, tough style of music, but also because hockey being the least pop is also seen as kind of a counterculture the same way that punk and hardcore is seen as a counterculture of music. So it, it kind of fits that mold of like, we are the outcasts. We are like the least popular sport. We are the ones that go against the grain with, with our interests which lines up perfectly with punk values. I I know at this point I'm just rambling an answer that you did not ask for, but um, I I do think it actually lines up perfectly. And then that is kind of the theoretical answer, but the literal answer is I know some of the people in the organization that are in charge of playing the music and booking the bands and stuff. And the literal answer is that's just what they're into. They like it and they're happy that they can, you know, pursue their interests with their jobs. <laughs> All right. That makes a lot of sense. I can points were made that were good. And yeah, I'm no, gonna... I, I gave a whole big long explanation on why theoretically in my mind it works. And then there's just the actual answer and it's because the employees like it. <laughs> um, This is the last non hockey and eh, kind of pertains to it, but it ties both together. Um, Quick check or Wawa. If you just need a quick sandwich or something to eat or drink. Um, I think I would be insulted if anyone ever even implied quick check here. Um, you just want me to end this now or like you stop it. You dude, are not it's a quick so check much guy. better in what world? All of them. All of them in every way. Like the sandwiches come out quicker. They come out better. You get more. The reward system is much better bigger selection my response to that is quick check is dog shit the quality is disgusting uh, the, the sandwiches do come out quicker but that's because there's no one else ordering at the same time that you're ordering because no one goes to quick that. check um, yeah just less customers in general because the food's dog shit um the selections don't matter because it's dog shit. Um, and the reward system, they reward you with more dog shit. So it's fair. <laughs> no, I, I think Wawa is, is a lot better um, quality and don't get me wrong. Wawa has gone down in quality over the past, you know, five to seven years or so. So, you know, it's the the margin isn't as big as it used to be, but I think Wawa's pre-made foods are just a lot better. Um, I think culturally, New Jersey gotta have a Wawa. Like that's just you know that those are my first words. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I you know I I don't know. I think they're just better in every way. I think they just have better like exclusive items. Like their their store brand is better. Um, 
I would never choose Quick Check over Wawa unless my goal was I need to go somewhere where there's no customers right now. Ouch. I hope none of the uh, many Quick Checks that I visit on the way back from Newark, basically every time I go there, are listening to this because, you know, it's going to be a disappointment for them. That'd be a rough look. Yeah. Um, All right. So I guess like actually hockey now, what we're here for. Um, I mean, this could, by the time this comes out, it could, we would know and it just sounds dumb. But Schmid or Vanacek, which way would you lean right now for, I, I don't even know if you want to say like starter or just like plays more frequently than the other guy, if that makes sense. Um, I think the answer has to be Vanacek um, to start the season for sure. Um, I think it's kind of like last year where, you know, coming into the season with Vanacek and Blackwood, it was, you guys have a, you know, 50, 50 shot at it. Whoever is rolls the hot hand, you know, gets, gets to build up a little credit and we're going to kind of see how the battle goes and allocate our time accordingly. And Vanacek blew Blackwood out of the water. I mean, so bad that he ran him out of town. And I feel like over the last season built up this level of credit. And I'm not going to lie during the playoffs, he may have spent some of that credit and, you know, then Schmid, you know, probably built up a little of his own, but you know, I just think he built up so much last year that it would be a slap in the face to him not to give him the opportunity for it to be his job to lose. I don't think it's necessarily to gain. I think it's Vanacek's job to lose. So um, he he has to be option A until he proves he's not. And I think he'll have a relatively, you know, standard leash like i don't think he's on a short leash but i don't think he has you know all the credit in the world um you just gotta you gotta give it to him until he proves that it's not him and you know who knows maybe that takes half a season maybe that takes you know all season before he has a a rocky patch or something i don't know but it's just it's just gotta be him like i don't think there's any other answer so is it from my understanding of the way you put it, it's he is the starter. And then when he needs like a rest or a couple of bad games, it's Schmidt coming in. It's not like, uh, like remember when Schneider first came and him and Marty, it seemed like every game they would switch. And then if you won one, you would basically stay in it's, it's Vanacek's. And then whatever happens will be because of the season. Um, Kind of, I think the league is changing a lot in terms of how people or how teams approach goalies in general. So um, I think the league is shifting more towards kind of that 50, 50 approach just as a whole. I don't think there's goalies that really play, you know, 60, 65 games anymore like Marty did. So um, I don't think it's going to be a a pure 50, 50 where like whoever wins gets to play again type thing. And, you know, if you lose the next guys up, I don't think it's that. But I also don't think Vanacek's taking 60-plus games. So I think the answer's somewhere in the middle where Vanacek will get more games than Schmid, but by how much is kind of up in the air. Yeah, and I feel like you're definitely right. It's 
the credit can be earned and less is lost because of the playoffs. And then same, but it's like the reverse for Schmidt. It's like he gained more credit, but then kind of lost some of it at, you know, that round two. Um, but yeah, definitely it's Vanacek, I feel, to start. And unless he's just giving up, you know, eight out of, or like the 890 save percentage. Like how um, Blackwood was even that way last year. He started out super slow. But then when he kind of got in those relief games, he did a little bit better. And now he's probably, you know, never going to do anything of relevance again, unfortunately, you know, in a shark tank. But that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I feel bad for him in that situation because I don't think that he really, at this point, has much to offer the NHL as a starter. But talk about not being in a situation to succeed. That guy's set up to fail playing on San Jose. I mean, even like the best goalie in the world is not going to win with that team. So, you know, pour one out for Mackenzie Blackwood tonight. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think Vanacek, um, he's just – I don't want to call him the guy, but like he's got to be the starter, you know, quote unquote, if you had to put a label on it. Um, Like I said, this is going to age poorly one way or another, but let's say hypothetically Nemec makes the team. What do you expect from him this year? And does he bounce between the AHL or does he just stay up all year? Um. I don't think he'll bounce. I think once he's up, he's up. I just don't know that he'll be up to start the season. So um, I think once – I think they're being very careful with him in the sense that he's not 100% needed right now. So they're going to kind of wait, and like when they're ready to pull the trigger, they'll, they'll pull it for good. I don't think he's the kind of guy that will really benefit from bouncing up and down. Um, the skill is there and the, if they feel the development is there, it's, it's just going to be there or not. If he struggles or looks clunky or anything like that, he's going to have to figure it out at the NHL level. I don't think, you know, going back to the AHL will do much for him. Like it would, um, you know, like Alex Holtz last year. Um, so I don't expect him to start the season on the main team. Uh, I do expect him to start in Utica, but I think he does come up. I don't even want to say like fairly soon, Um, you know, maybe more towards like halfway through the year. And, and I think once he does come up, he stays up, maybe injuries call him up sooner. Um, But my expectations for him are to look like a rookie. When people talk about losing Severson and Graves and how Hughes and uh, Nemich are like the rookies and you don't want two rookies on the blue line or whatever they, you know, the talking point was, I really have no doubt in Hughes. I think Hughes showed last season that he's not going to look like a rookie. I think he's going to step right in and be a really good NHL player. Nemich, however, I think is going to have those growing pains of being a rookie. So um, I really expect him to kind of stand out looking like a rookie, especially when he's going to be compared to Hughes as, as they're coming in as, you know, rookies together. Um, And I think Hughes is going to end up looking better this season. So I think Nemich is going to have a rough go of it with the fans, to be honest, um, because fans are going to be like, well, you know, Hughes doesn't look like a rookie. Why does Nemich look like a rookie? Um, I predict a lot of that, but I think he's going to be a good rookie NHL defenseman for at least half the year. I almost would say the opposite, not just to to be like that guy, but I could see Nemich not having many faults. And a lot of people giving Luke Hughes flack for whatever, because 
there's no two ways about it. Luke Hughes isn't the picture perfect just defender as a defenseman. Um, Nemich, I think, is a little bit better on that side, but isn't as great offensively. And he's also not Jack Hughes's brother, so his leash is infinitely smaller. So I could see a world that, you know, we're all not okay. We couldn't get as mad as Luke as we could Nemich because just the semantics of it, the nepotism and, and whatever you want to call it. But I could see, you know, Hughes struggling. But also, I think for Luke Hughes, it's he's more of a growing into what he's going to be. So you kind of want to see at least maybe him make mistakes, but then learn from them instead of just constantly, oh, this is his first year in the NHL, those type of flaws. Yeah, I think the one thing you bring up that is interesting is kind of their play styles when it comes to fans getting on them, you know, because offensive defensemen versus kind of a just regular, like, amount of defensemen. (laughs) So I don't know how to, like, phrase that. But I think we're going to see what what will happen is Hughes may get beat more. He may he might make more defensive mistakes. But I think he comes from an angle where he's going to make it up with offense and he's going to have these highlight reel goals and assists and stuff. And I think people are going to kind of accept the fact that he gets beat because he provides a lot of offense. And, you know, if you have a highlight reel, you can kind of get past that. Whereas Nemich, he will not get beat as much. But when he does, he's not going to have those offensive highlights to kind of pick up the slack on his image. So, you know, the few times he does look like a rookie, I think he's going to get kind of hated on more by fans because he doesn't have the goals and assists to make up for it. Because, I mean, look at a guy like Ty Smith. Ty Smith was terrible on defense, like awful. And his rookie year, he put up a ton of assists, and some of them were even uh, secondary assists that really didn't mean much at all. And Devils fans were like, oh, my God, he should be top five in Calder voting because he put up these points. And then the next year when he wasn't putting up the points and his defense was just awful again, we were ready to send him to Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh's ready to send him to the AHL. So I I think offense can make up for a lot. So although Nemich will be better at defense than Hughes, I think the lack of offense to pick up that slack is going to, you know, at least in fans eyes going to not bode well for him. It's, it's literally just a rookie version of Dougie Hamilton and Damon Severson last year. Essentially, I mean, I think Damon Severson had some good breakout passes and offense. And just imagine if he didn't. Can you imagine how bad the fans would have been to Damon Severson if he didn't have some offense? You're literally talking to apparently the only one that's not going to miss him. So I, I could imagine it because I probably would have been at the forefront of it. You don't like Damon Severson? We talked about it the last time. Like, I hate that man so much. And apparently everybody oh, yeah. loved him. I yeah I, I I apologize I don't remember us discussing this I feel like I should because I don't know why I'd agree to come back after that but uh he was just like the absolute worst I did not like him at all he was awesome he was until like the last year and a half of his time in New Jersey I think his last year was great <laughs> like ex- exactly what, what you're saying here? is how I felt and how people will feel Everybody saw Dougie and Luke Hughes as, oh, these new shiny, they can score goals from the blue line and they can shoot a a slap shot 95 miles per hour. And then people 
like me will be like, oh, Nemich is giving up the puck right in front of Vanacek or uh, Severson tries to bank it off the boards. And it just it's just another icing for Damon Severson thinking about it now. Oh, man, I'm actually like super glad he left. You know what? I I understand the blunders and I understand that you can be good 95% of the time and bad 5% of the time. And hockey is a game where that 5%, if it ends up in the back of the net, is literally the only thing that matters. However, Damon Severson got a lot of hate. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that fans loved him. Uh, I mean, some did. But a lot of the hate, I feel like, got mitigated this past year at least because he scored the overtime winner against the Rangers in like, you know, the January game that was huge, huge, huge when people started to really realize the devils were actually going to make the playoffs and be good this year or that year, uh, last year. Um, and I think he had one or two other stretch passes or goals that were just like, you know what? He is an important part of this team and they can't really do this without him right now. So I just think, it's really easy when you're producing offense to overlook bad defense. That's really just the point where I'm getting at here. So if, if a guy like Nemich is not going to produce that offense, I think fans are going to be rough on him. All right. So I'm going to use the last few minutes we have here. This is going to be that, uh, you know, clickable portion of the podcast. I got five, I think decent questions for you. All right. First one devil's final result. Like, do they make the playoffs? What rounds? Where do they get eliminated? Uh, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to finish second in the division again, behind the Hurricanes again. I think Rangers are going to finish third. They're going to beat the Rangers in the first round again. It's going to be awesome. I think they're going to beat the Canes in the second round, and I think they're probably going to lose in the conference finals this year. I said, or I think they'll they'll lose in the second round. I, just, I I would I would believe that. I think that there's just so much buildup and so much hype, but I'm also incredibly high on Carolina, and I'm one of those weirdos that sees a stat and it really sticks with me. And of all the teams that haven't won cups in the past ten years, they have the most playoff losses, so it's kind of their time, I think. And I just think they're a much, as we saw very well, um, they're a much better playoff team than regular season. So I think second yeah. round for the devils, the flame kind of extinguishes. I mean, I, I would believe that the Canes are a very good team and you know, it, it'd be a coin flip for me anyway. Who do you have as the top scorer? Um, points or goals, total points, Jack Hughes. I think Jack Hughes is going to put up a hundred points every year for the rest of his life. Yeah. I, I would also say the same. Uh, the unsung hero of this Devils team. See, now that is a tough one because I feel like the picks for unsung heroes ended up becoming the unsung heroes of last year. Like a guy like Halla would be a good pick if he didn't already do it last year. Um, I'm going to say Alex Holtz. I think he actually comes in this year and has a meaningful impact on this team. And I think a team as stacked as they are with everyone listing off, you know, Hughes, Bratt, Meyer, Hishir, Tavoli, you know, Mercer, whatever. Like, everyone's like, look how stacked we are. It doesn't even matter who we have behind that. Imagine having a guy like Holtz come in and also, like, drop a 20 bomb. It's like, it would be unreal. 
I, I'm going to take the easy way out, but this is just my way of making sure he makes the podcast. I'm going to say Eric Holla, uh, right. just because I adore the man and I ordered his jersey from China. Nice. So hopefully it should be here by the next time I get to go. Beautiful. Um, MVP of this team. MVP of this team. I mean, it's got to be Jack Hughes. It's like it. It is. He, it, he's in his prime. It's his time. He. Oh, that rhymed. Oh, that rhymed. Um, he. He's. He's gonna be the guy for the foreseeable future. Um, I'm gonna go with a little bit different one, and this is kind of like an NBA way of looking at it. I think the most valuable player on this team is gonna be Mercer. Because I think he's going to contribute on three different lines at different points in the season. I think if I had to guess right now, he'll probably start on the third line just because, you know, you want to see how it how it shakes out the beginning of the year. But we saw last year he played on three different lines and was incredibly productive on all three of them. If you can get 25, 30 goals from him, if, if that's on your first line, great. But if he's playing major time on second, third line. That's just that's what we want Holtz to be, but Mercer is already. So I think that having him is invaluable to this team and their future plans. Yeah, no, I like that. This isn't one of them, but do you think he gets re-signed mid-season, Mercer? No, I think it happens next offseason. I think he's in a spot where it, it, it really only bodes well for him to have a full season of stats again. Yeah. Um. All right. This one. This is. This is might be no. Not more controversial, but this one I'm interested in. Um. So only counting pregame, across the street, and in the Prudential Center. Postgame does not count. At all. So beers had across the street pregame and inside the Prudential Center. Beers had the entire season. By me myself. Yeah. Um. We'll call a beer what like twelve ounces per pint. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm gonna say about two hundred. I respect it. And my mine's a fluid answer because I don't know how many games I'm gonna go to. Let's say I go to one a month. Um I'm more than prepared to up the number. One way or another, I feel like the number will get upped. Um, but I'm gonna say if it's six games I go to, that's roughly one a month. I'm gonna put mine at like a a safe thirty three and a half, just because you know things spill, mm-hmm. things happen. Okay. Um, and for the good of my brand and a lot of people's well being, I think much more than that, I'd be a legitimate problem. And like you were saying, with the Uncrustables, like I would be put on the list. It's bad enough, you know. I'm gonna be wearing an Erica Holla jersey to these things. Um, yeah. So you know, I don't, I don't want to be more of a problem than I already probably will be. So 33 and a half, I think is a good number for me. It's respectable. It's respectable. And I said it a lot last year. I'm fully prepared to just whatever this team needs. If I think of taking a sip of beer out of game and they score, I'm just going to buy two. Like yeah, the number is very fluctuating. Pump it those can, numbers up. Yeah. It can go up at literally any time. And I mean, you know, I'm not made of money, but I'm, I'm prepared to, you know, do some things and move some stuff around. Understood. Whatever the team needs, you know, they don't really talk about us enough, but got to do your part. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So everybody knows about the Twitter account by now. Anything else you want people to know about you? Anything you want them to look into? Not really. I'd rather you don't look into me. <laughs> Fair. No, no, no. Um, Brad Pack group outing November twenty fifth. Going to be a, a good time. Tickets are on sale now. It's gonna. We're gonna party. We're gonna have the full two hundred beers for the season that night alone. Um. Otherwise, just chilling on Twitter. That's it. When you tell people about it, do you still say Twitter or do you say X? Twitter. I, I've never said yeah, X. No, not I, once in my life. That's fair. Like I, I, I would be more confused if you did. Yeah. No, it's Twitter. Um. Yeah, that's that's really all I got. Drive to five k on Instagram. Still, we're like four hundred something short. Beautiful. Some of Good us, luck, man. Some of us, you know, can't just get like thousands via tweet like that was that was a michael jordan run you were on yeah that was a that was a good time it was a fun little time but that uh, was legitimately one of the craziest things i ever had the pleasure of like witnessing through a phone screen but yeah i I mean i still don't understand it um i wish i had like you know context or or insight to add about it kind of just happened i still don't understand it or get it or or really know so it was a lot of fun though I, i had a good time yeah, so it's at the Brat Pack 63 on the tweets and the Instagram every now and then. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't really have much else at the Puck Wave on Instagram trying to get 5,000. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have. Jesper Bratt's the best player in the NHL. We should all know that by now. Jesper Bratt's the best player in the NHL. Johnny Goudreau's a whore. We all know that. Like, he, we can't just let this keep getting away. Like, the dude sucks. Yeah, I know. He. he... It's like, I really don't even know how to describe it at this point, but he just was the best thing to ever happen to us because yeah. it just like, I don't even want to say he's like the ex that like you're, you're doing so much better than now. Cause like he wasn't even an ex, but like, just like the dude, we almost dated, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the girl that you wanted really badly, but then like didn't age well at all. And yeah. has like a crack addiction. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's like, wow, you were banging in high school, but now like you're banging outside the high school. So it's Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It, it's rough for him, but I mean, hey, at least he gets to not see his family. Yeah, yeah. Good for him, right? Yeah. Um that's it. all. I hope I hope most of you made it to the end. I hope you sifted through the food discussion, the quick check wawa debate. Yeah, I hope sorry, you got to, sorry about to the that. good stuff. Um, I'll be back at some point. Enjoy the games whenever you watch them. And that's, that's really it. See you, buddy.